0: I'm here with Ross today um, we will be handing the uh, microphone back and forth so if there are any like weird sounds that'd be from handing the microphone back and forth um, Ross here he does companies hire him to do voiceovers for commercials I like to ask him how he started this business what pushed him here and if he was confused in um, high school like all of us are
1: uh, I'll just go back to high school because actually it was in high school when I started discovering my voice and uh just enjoyed recording myself i don't know why it was just At the time, it was kind of neat to do. We didn't have computers like we do now. We just had little cassette recorders and things like that. So I actually set up sort of a fake radio station in my bedroom, and I'd had speakers set up in the house, and I would Mm -hmm. pretend like I was a radio announcer, and and I was about your age. My mother would be downstairs cooking, and she would hear me saying things like, you know, it's 14 degrees outside, and today the weather's going to be cloudy with sunshine, and coming up next, it's, you know, sort of playing around, right? Right. While I was in high school, I was doing that. And then uh, I started acting as like a DJ at the local roller skating rink. Roller skating was a big thing back then. And doing the announcements in high school, morning and afternoon announcements. The vice principal knew I was interested in broadcasting, so I would go down and do the announcements. So that was kind of the first sort of into, uh, you know, working with my voice. And then while I was in school, I met this other student who was taking a course with a a college called the Columbia Academy of Broadcasting. And uh, they did correspondence-type training at that time. They don't do that anymore. In fact, they're not even in business anymore. And uh, so while I was in high school, I was doing this correspondence course in broadcasting. I borrowed the money from my grandfather. It was a few thousand dollars, I remember, and I borrowed the money, paid him back, and then started volunteering at a local radio station while I was in grade 11, reporting on the basketball games, if you can believe it. (laughs) They would actually allow us to... Do reports of the high school basketball. It was a small town, Vernon, in the Okanagan. right? So then, uh, by grade twelve, I just kept insisting with the radio station that I could spend time there, do whatever, you know whatever i they would let. Me. So eventually they'd give me the passcode to get into the place, and I would go into the studio and make commercials just because I thought it was fun while I was in high school. Finally, they said, you know, if you want to go on the air, you can try it at one o'clock in the morning. So I did a one hour on the air broadcast and that was like my dream in grade 12, high school kid in the middle of the night. Uh, they didn't have a job, but the other station did and they hired me. So in grade 12, I was working full time as a radio announcer because I, I, I just was so passionate about wanting to get on the air and, you know, work with my voice and so on. So that's how it all kind of got started, uh, in radio. And then it's throughout the years, I kept doing voiceovers.
0: Were there any other courses that you took in high school that were like kind of special courses? Because my high school, they offer uh, some financial courses. They offer psychology courses. Did your school have any other courses besides the core courses that are like math, science, PE?
1: Actually, no. I went to a high school in a small town called Lumby, which is a forestry town. So there, they taught how to do logging, if you can believe it. <clears throat> we used to go in the mountains and saw trees, okay? <laughs> That's what this, we and they had a mechanics course and we had a logging truck. And the whole idea was learning how to rebuild engines and work in the forestry industry. I didn't have an interest in that at all. I. I grew up in a small little farm and I could hear the radio playing in the barn while I was milking cows and I thought that would be a cool job is I wanted to be on the radio. There was just something about being in the forest way far away from any town and hearing someone's voice playing music. It just sounded like so much fun. So I wanted that. And so I started practicing when I was 14, 15 years old, doing commercials, being a radio announcer. That's all, I just really wanted to do that. So I started reading about it, took this course, as i mentioned, started volunteering at a local radio station and got into it. I guess the bottom line is decide, find something you just absolutely love and are passionate about and then pursue it with a vengeance. And it doesn't seem like work because it's something that you love to do. If you're great with numbers and accounting is your thing, great. If it's uh, physiotherapy or psychology or a medical doctor, an engineer, whatever it is, lawyer, just go after it with a vengeance. Well, of course you need to go to university to get these types of jobs. A radio announcer doesn't necessarily need to go to university. I mean, BCIT offers, did offer, probably still does, two-year broadcasting course, one or two years. Not sure what it is. Journalism, radio announcer, so on. But radio is all changing now, and as you know, with the internet, podcast, just about anybody can be a, an, an announcer so to speak. So the whole whole thing has changed. But it, it really comes down to just chasing your passion. What are you really passionate about? What do you love to do? What's the most interesting thing that you really, really are engaged in besides playing video games? Because I know that's a big distraction in this generation, a big distraction. So what's the other thing you love to do besides playing video games? Because there's so many things a person can do. And then just go for it. And figure out what you need to learn. Is it college, university? Is it practicum? Is it, you know, going out there and just volunteering? Whatever it takes, just get into it.
0: What was the what were your least and favorite subjects in school? I, I, you'd probably liked if there would have been some uh, broadcasting, but that in, in your little town wasn't really a thing. Uh, there wasn't a dedicated course for it. Were there any courses that you adored? any courses that you absolutely hated and didn't want to go to
1: I'm a bad person to ask this because I I found school extremely boring Uh, I had too many spares I had I had a band teacher who was also our uh, uh, social studies I believe and she preferred band more than social studies so we spent more periods in band than we did in social so it it was not a great experience Um, not the best thing to say to a young person. I guess what I'm going to say to you is you have to take self-responsibility for your own success. You can't rely on the education system. You have to take self-initiative and be independent thinking, know what you want, have a passion, write it down and go for it with a vengeance. There's no school that's going to save you. You have to take this upon yourself. If you look at the numbers, it's roughly something like one or two percent of people actually have chosen what they want to do and made a great success of their life. That's like one or two out of a hundred. So you really need to look at the world and ask yourself, you know, what would be a cool thing to do? What do I want to spend the next 50 years of my life doing? Is it still going to be something that'll be here in 50 years? That's the other question you have to ask yourself. So it's hard when you're in grade 11 or grade 10 to say, well, what am I going to do, you know? lawyer doctor you know the standard but it's not going to be those things it, it might be for a select few but there's many more things to look at
0: because this is your company it's under your name did you have any how, how, how did this start why did you choose to work by yourself and not with others is there any benefits to working by yourself specifically in this in this career um just shed a bit more light on that
1: sure yeah it even though i'm sitting here alone and there's many many people that are sort of behind what i do i have agents in major markets around north america and the uk uh, that represent voice actors and are connected with the buyers uh, i have a f- full-time engineer he works out of his own house so i'm producing files and they're editing and and sending sending them to the various customers um, of course accountant and and so on and some people in marketing that have helped me throughout the years telemarketing and and social media management and marketing and so on Um, as a voice actor you spend a lot of time by yourself I mean you're in a studio and you're creating characters it's not something you can do with other people around I mean it's it's a fairly isolated and it's not for everybody a lot of people would prefer to work in groups and teams and, and that's fantastic for me I grew up As kind of an only child living out in the forest, I enjoyed going fishing and doing my own thing, and that's sort of continued through my adult life. I have worked with other companies in the past, radio stations and things, and I enjoyed it, but as I've gotten older, I enjoy the silence of being in a studio and creating a character, a narrator, whatever it is that the script is calling for, in the course of a day might have anywhere from 10 to 30 different scripts. So that's a lot of different characters going through my head in a day. So I really don't need to be around a lot of people. Uh, By the end of the day, I've spoken with many clients through email, telephone in some cases, and then to millions of people through my voice and in the broadcasts. it feels fairly fulfilled in that regard. But if you're a real people person, maybe this is not the thing for you. Perhaps it's more team oriented, working and building a company. There's so many options.
0: you know that you can look at at your age that's for sure what would your next big steps for your company be
1: that's a good question i think uh what i'm tra- trying to do now is is kind of change the tone of the type of work that i get as a voice actor there's many different kinds of scripts you can do from being that sort of evil character in a video game to actually reading Bible text or targeting uh, more positive messages to the world. And so now uh, I'm seeking to do more scripts that bring uh, positivity to the world and light and inspire people. And so different companies that are involved in those types of things, whether they're religious organizations or universities or uh, volunteer organizations, I, I love to voice for these types of clients, anything that just brings a positive message and makes people feel good uh, in hearing the voice. So as I'm getting older, I'm 57 now, as I'm moving into the latter part of my career, I don't ever intend on retiring. I'll keep voicing for as long as people send me scripts. So there's no retirement date that will be set. I'll just keep doing this until I die. And that's the kind of career that I wish on anybody Retirement is a bad notion. It's not a good idea to stop working. I believe that the energy, the spiritual energy, if you want to call it that, flows through us and the more we open ourselves to it and allowing to receive it and to give it, the more alive we can be in our older age years. As you know, there's a lot of actors that continue acting in their seventies and eighties and because they love it. It's not because they need the money. It's just, they really love it. So if you're in grade 10 or grade 11. Ask yourself, what could I do that that I would just love to do, even when I'm a 75-year-old man or woman? What would I still like to do? Ask yourself that question, and the answers will come. It will come, but you have to ask that question to yourself. Open your eyes, ask the question. It may come to you in the middle of the night when you're sleeping, when you wake up in the morning, or when you're out for a jog you're going to get an idea you're going to see a sign or you're going to talk to somebody see something online and it's going to go ooh that's it and then you'll feel like a shiver perhaps even up your back and then you if it requires to go to university then you'll go to university if it requires college or if it requires getting on a plane and going to the UK or over to whatever it is do it
0: do you happen to know the science behind the vocal cords and how they move or how they work
1: all I know is it's a muscle, it stretches, it changes, it's different every day. I prefer to study the science of the mind and how our thoughts work and, and how we find a, uh, a place of peace in our, in our life. I find that the voice is just one small aspect of being a voice actor. Uh, it, it's like the tip of the iceberg, essentially, because if you feel really bad and then you voice something, it doesn't sound so good. And people can kind of sense something's not right. If you feel good and you feel positive and then you voice something, maybe you've just gone for a walk in the forest or a jog or something, come back and voice something. There's a whole different vibration there. So I'm more into studying the spiritual aspects of life. You know, how are we connected to the whole of the universe? And how, how does that energy, how can we gather that energy and then transmute it out to the world in a positive way? And and this is a science of the mind. It's something that a lot of people can use in their day-to-day lives, in their careers. It doesn't really matter what. The whole point is, how can we channel energy and make it beneficial to those that hear us, that are exposed to us?
0: How do you study the mind? Do you read books? Do you watch documentaries?
1: Uh, uh, just uh, there's tons and tons of resources on it everything from as basic as reading a bible verse to uh, listening to a talk on psychology to reading books about the how the mind works the power of thought how what we say to ourselves has an effect on our thoughts and our attitudes and our actions how can we literally uh, create a better life for ourselves by being positive thinking doing and acting according to uh, what it is that we've decided to do and not what the environment is kind of pushing us to do.
0: Was there ever a point in your life where you thought about giving up on this career and wanted to change to something else?
1: Uh, There's been times where I veered sort of
0: off path a little bit,
1: uh, where, uh, because maybe not having uh, the faith or confidence that I could make a really good living as a a voice talent or a voice actor, because when I started, I made hardly any money. I was in high school, and I think at that time I was being paid about twelve hundred dollars a month or something, which is not a lot. And uh, as time went on, I would take sales jobs, on you know, and do different things, pursuing money instead of the passion. And it inevitably they never worked out in the long term. They they did not lead to happiness. They did not lead to fulfillment. Uh, I may have made some money in, in that time period but it, it was never they it, it wasn't resonating in a positive and fulfilling long-lasting type of way it wasn't until I really decided 100% voiceover nothing else not doing any other uh, production script writing nothing just voiceover pure and simple just voice one thing then it just took right off And so I guess the moral of the story is uh, not to be a jack-of-all-trades. Find that one thing and do it really, really well. Like Try to become the best in the world at that one thing. And then the world comes to you seeking that.
0: So experience over money is something that a student going into a career should look to, and not only the money. That'd be very hard. Is there any way to overcome just looking at the money and going for your career over the money
1: it's it's hard you have to try to have faith faith is 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 something that's maybe not talked about uh, too often what is faith well first of all it's knowing who you are the power that you have within yourself to achieve what you put your mind to having faith in yourself having faith that whatever it is you choose you can look at it and see is it a business or is it not a business if it's a business yes and there's transactions occurring and it's a multi-million multi-billion dollar business fine so now you know there's a business in whatever it is you're interested in and you have faith in yourself so now the key is how do you move from point a to point b and all the information is there it's all online it's all in the books you can figure it all out If There is indeed a business with what it is you're passionate about, and I don't care what it is. Maybe you love tennis. That's all you can think about is tennis. There's nothing else in the world you want to do except tennis. Okay, so become a great tennis player. It's a whole business. There's suppliers manufacturing rackets. There's tournaments. There's televised events. There's a whole business around tennis, and you can pick just about anything, and there's a business around it, if it's a big enough business, even if it's a new business that's just starting to evolve, you should be able to kind of get a sense of, if this is something there's a future or not a future. And then apply that faith to your own ability and your own ability to be successful and go for it. Don't give up, as they say, 10,000 hours, right, before you become an expert. And that's just the beginning. I heard your other interview you did with Mike McCarthy. He said, just, you know, Every day, do pod- podcast. Do something with your business each and every day. Don't give up.
0: The competition of getting the highest mark has been taken out of schools. Now, the competition for marks is not a thing. If you get, if you fail a class, it's just an interesting story you could tell your friends. Uh, do you think this approach is beneficial for students, or do you think this is slowly ruining them?
1: Again, it comes back to yourself, self initiative having your own self-initiative self-control coming up with your own plan it really does take you to pick up your uh, your bootstraps or really go after it on your own you cannot rely on the system to to get to where you want to go okay you really have to ask yourself what do i want to do with my life what's going to make me happy passionate and start writing down some ideas, pick something and go for it. You cannot look at the system and say, well, you know, it was too easy or it was too hard. Or uh, No, we have to take responsibility for our own life while we're here. It's a short time on this planet. So ask yourself, what would I, what would I love to do? What would just be the thing that would make me really passionate? Knowing that it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be happy times every day. It will be hard work, but it's something that you would really like to build. Is it starting your own business? Is it studying to become a a geologist? Whatever it is, just find that thing and you know start writing things down on paper. You know, I what do I see myself ten years from now? Write down. Okay. I'm, I'm 16. I'm 17. By the time I'm 26, I see myself, I'm traveling all over the world. I'm not quite sure what I'm doing while I'm traveling, but it has something to do with the hotel business. There's just something about hotels. I love hotels, five-star hotels. When I go into a five-star hotel, I feel fantastic. What is it about that? Why do I feel fantastic? I don't know, but by the time I'm 26, I'm going to be involved in five-star hotels, traveling the world. Write that down, if that's the thing. Only you know in your heart what it is, what your purpose is, why you're here on this planet, and what you're going to do with your life. What are you going to bring to the world? You're not going to get an excuse not to go to school for me. Uh, The thing about school, which I didn't have the opportunity to go to university, just this this college, uh, school is a great time to train your brain to learn how to meet deadlines. It's also a great place to meet people. A lot of the people uh, that get ahead in this world – they form their some of their best relationships when they were in university or college they continue to do business with years after they've graduated the key with with university and and college first of all it gets you focused that's one thing secondly you might not know what you want yet you're in grade 10 and grade 11. you might not quite figure it out until the first second or third fourth year of university and maybe even then you might not still not know, but it gives you the opportunity to expand your mind. It's a university. It's about the universe. You're about expansion and growth. So while you're there, Maybe you're still asking yourself that question. You know, what am I going to do? What am I going to bring to the world? Well, when you're in university, it's all about that. It's all about exploration. It's all about expansion. It's about life. And you might think, oh, it's just a waste of time. You know, I'm just going to do general. I don't know what I'm just going to go there. Well, the fact that you're getting up in the morning and going somewhere is a big step. It's better than nothing. It's better than sitting at home and doing nothing. At least you're going somewhere each and every day you're around other people that are like-minded they are also trying to do something with their life they still might not know what it is some will know and those will be good inspiration for you you might have a chat with a professor or a teacher one day and he might just give you that spark you hadn't thought of you know he sees something in you and he thinks man you know have you ever thought about xyz right where did it happen well you were engaged, you were doing something, you were at university or you were in college. It's a chance to grow your relationships, mature, give yourself some more time to grow into your future life. Throughout my working career, there were many people that were educated that had a major advantage over myself because they actually, they went to university, they had their degrees, they had connections, they had fraternities, they had com- community. A lot of them were involved in sports and athletics. They built wonderful relationships and they learned how to work better in teams. Whereas for myself, a bit of a lone wolf, had to struggle hard to get to become successful. Uh, so there's different roads you can take. And and I would never discourage a, a person to learning. I mean. It's an opportunity. Do you have any ideas what you'd like to study?
0: I was thinking, I was, I'm for sure going to do some psychology because I think that's very important. Whenever you talk to people, you need psychology. Um, the second thing would most likely be finance. I'm not 100% sure, though. I still got one more year to figure it out, but most probably finance.
1: Yeah, that's a good combination, for sure, because study uh, psychology and finance or go hand in hand if you look at the markets, it's all psychological, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So before we uh, end off our conversation, I'd like to ask what your favorite book is and your favorite podcast.
1: Oh. My favorite book is the Bible. Um, even though I'm not a religious person, I don't go to church. I just find that the Bible has a lot of good positive advice. Uh, as far as podcasts, the first one that comes to my mind is Joe Rogan. Um, I'm not a real podcast listener, but, you know, he seems to to have something to say
0: (laughs) fair enough awesome thank you very much it's been an honor and hopefully one of one of our listeners could maybe go the way you went thank you